this here is the RSS feed. So to show you guys why it's so important, this shows me all the analytics, how many people are listening to, but also this is where my podcast is actually being fed out to. So if you can see right here, it's going to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, other, Overcast, and it also will show you exactly where your distrib how your distribution is set up. So right here you can see the RSS feed address. That's basically where when your podcast MP3s are uploaded, this is where your MP3s live. And it lives here as basically the brain online for it to go out to these other places like Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Pad Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Wherever it is you want your listeners to be listening to, you need the RSS feed so that you can submit your podcast out to those platforms so that your audience can build from there. All right, I know step three was a bit of a doozy, but I'm trying to set you guys up for the best success possible. Step four, record your podcast. This seems like a no-brainer, but I just want to emphasize this point because for myself as well, I know that I've bought an equipment that has just sat there and I would not like for you guys to purchase equipment to just have it sit there. That's why the last step was so in-depth to really give you guys a fluid setup for yourselves and also to give you guys that real opportunity of letting your create creative juices flow and to get some of that thought that's spinning around in your head out there and into the world where Somebody might want to listen. I might want to listen. There might be a million other people who will want to listen to your message, and it's really up to you to get it out there. So make sure you get in and get on that equipment and do what you set out to do with this podcast. Step number five, publish your podcast. After you're done recording your podcast and you're happy with it, go on over to your RSS feed, upload the MP3 file that you exported it as, and then go into getting it published. From there, you'll likely have the option to upload what's called artwork. If you're an artistic type of person, which I personally am, I love to create new artwork for my shows. I go on a website called canva.com. All right, for you guys watching, this is canva.com. This is all completely free. And the great thing about this is that it'll easily let you size what size your artwork needs to be so typically it's set at 1200 by 855 so when you go with that template and then you go on and you make your artwork which is pretty self-explanatory and easy to do and you go back over to your rss feed to upload this it's a lot easier to do where i continuously make new artwork over and over and over again just for every show because i like doing it or you can use what's called photoshop the next thing that you'll have to go into doing with the upload and publishing is the content description where you'll talk about whatever it is that you recorded. So right here, you can see the content description of my show. Also, you can see that I put hashtags in the description of the show or tags, as some of you might call them. This basically is what allows search engines to find your podcast a little bit easier. Once you have all that done, Go ahead and hit the publish button. All right, guys, there you have it. Five actionable steps, and I'm going to give you the last bonus bit of material that I hope you guys go with. This is definitely the bonus.
All right, guys, this is the bonus that I promised you all at the end. This app in particular is called Hashtag. And what this will do for you is it will generate hashtags for you. If you're anything like me who has a difficult time thinking of hashtags on their own or going through the whole process, this app is called Hashtags. I highly recommend it. I use it for my podcast and whatever else. And then what you basically just do is... is you press generate hashtags, and then what the, what it'll do is it'll bring up different hashtags for your particular topic that you're trying to talk about. And while mine falls under this, it just gives me more ability to realize that my podcast is able to get out there or whatever content that I'm trying to produce is getting pushed out there. And it gives it that much more success, which I am trying to give all of you as well so there you have it but don't forget to promote go into your facebook groups go into your friends groups go into instagram reach out to people grab them and pull in whatever you can it's your podcast the sky is the limit you can go as far as you want with this so that's what i would recommend you do that's what's given me some success over the past few months you're getting a little bit of monetization i know you guys saw it but that's what you got to do. You have to get out and be loud about whatever it is that you're doing so that other people know that you're even doing it. So there you have it. There's five actionable steps. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this video. If you guys did like it, please like and subscribe to my Sober Motivation. And leave any comments or suggestions that you guys have in the comment sections. I appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you all soon. Hey there, motivators. My name is David Sherwin, and today I'm going to give you five actionable steps to starting your podcast in 2020. Hey, what's going on there today, motivators? I'm your host, David Sherwin, and today I'm going to give you five actionable steps for those of you in 2020 that want to get your podcast started today. And you guys are going to want to stick around until the end because I have one bonus extra that you guys are going to want to know about. The first step. First thing that you need to figure out for your podcast is what is your why? If you have a passion, a hobby, or a lifestyle that you are passionate about that you can talk about nonstop, those might make a great podcast topic. Step number two, your budget. Your budget. You should definitely consider your budget when starting off on a podcast project. If you don't have very much money to begin with, a simple cell phone, honestly, is all you really need to get started. If you have some extra money to budget out, you can maybe consider buying a PC and a microphone of higher quality if you can afford it. Or if you have no issues with spending money, you could consider getting a studio for yourself, uh, such as Staples. I know rents out studios for roughly $45 an hour, and you can go that route, and you can keep going up and up. You can really spend as much money as you'd like on starting a podcast. But these are all things to consider. If you're just starting out, however, please consider your cheapest options first. Step number three. Getting set up. The first thing you're going to want to do when you're setting up your podcast is 
think about what the topic is actually going to be about. For each episode, you'll want to consider having a different topic of what that podcast episode is going to be about so that you can continuously build your audience that will look forward to your future episodes. Something else you might want to consider when you're building your podcast episode is how you're going to structure your podcast, whether you're going to go with a script, an outline, bullet points, or you're just going to go off the cuff. The next thing you're going to want to set up is your actual recording equipment. The first thing that you need to set up with your recording equipment would be the brain of your recording equipment. So whether you're going through a phone to record your podcast, or you could be going through a PC to record your podcast, or you could be going through a mixer or some sort of recording device, consider what you're going to be using when you're recording the actual podcast. The next thing that you'll want to think about is the recording device that is grabbing the audio that you're putting out. So you can consider using the internal microphone on your iPhone or the internal microphone on your computer, which has a microphone, or you can look at investing into an external microphone, which I have here. And with recording devices, you really are going to get what you pay for. For instance, I did spend about $100 on this microphone. It is an external microphone. But the quality that you're hearing in this video is coming through this microphone, which should sound fairly crisp, which also you should consider when you're comparing that to what sort of audio playback you're getting from what you've recorded on an internal microphone on either your cell phone or a computer, which might not have as much of a quality sound. For instance, this type of audio that you're hearing right now, I'm recording through the internal microphone on the iPhone. This is what you can expect when recording your podcast. If you're okay with that sound, then go for it. It's just something to consider. Also consider your accessories when you're starting your podcast. This here is called a shotgun mic, and it actually can attach to your iPhone. So for those of you who think that the external microphone has better quality, which I personally believe it does, you can still get some quality sound out of your iPhone with certain accessories such as this one. This is from Rode. It's a shotgun microphone and it plugs directly into your iPhone and it can give you pretty good quality sound. Other accessories can include in your podcast a microphone arm, which I highly recommend, which keeps any disturbance that could happen, for instance, on this table. If I, if I move it, you don't pick up any of the audio. The other thing that you can consider for an accessory is what's called a pop filter on an external microphone. This allows any puzz to get softened whenever you guys are listening. The next thing that you guys would want to maybe consider is a decent headset. As you can see here, I have a headset on and I have a second headset right here for anybody who might be joining me in person. The reason why headsets are so important when you're recording a podcast is because it allows you to hear the feedback of whatever it is that you're saying and it'll let you, it, it'll let you adjust whatever audio that you need to adjust. The next thing that you might want to consider when you're doing your podcast is perhaps a mixer. This here is called the Rodecaster Pro. This could be purchased on Amazon or wherever else for roughly $5.99. You can spend more than that if you want to include all the accessories, which would potentially include the microphone arm, headset, and it 
actually will probably increase the quality of the microphone you're actually buying and how many you're getting. But this year I bought the mixer itself and honestly you can buy any mixer itself. I just prefer this one due to the ease of interface that I have when I'm recording my podcast. What this what a mixer allows you to do basically is it'll allow you to adjust whatever volumes of recording that are going on in your podcast through specific channels. So for instance, if you can see here, I have channel one, channel two, channel three, channel four, and I can adjust the audio of them when I'm doing a podcast. So for instance, I have a guest on that's talking or trying to say something. I can take my audio level and bring it down so that I can have full clear recording of whatever my guest is trying to say. Additionally to that, if you look at these other inputs, you can do a input with a phone, USB, this one has Bluetooth, and then there's also what's called sound pads that allow you to add certain sound effects into your show you might be interested in having. This, I can add that. I don't normally add them into the show, but it's a nice little feature to have, and also depending on what kind of show you're running. If you're going to, say, have an intro, you can pr punch the intro right there. It'll record your intro. You don't have to keep doing it over and over again, which makes it a lot easier when you're trying to produce a quality show. The next thing you'll need for your podcast is recording software. Me, personally, I use Audacity. Those of you watching, this is what Audacity looks like, which is extremely easy to use. But you have other options as well. You can also use, if you're an Apple user, what's called GarageBand. This here, also for you guys watching and getting, is GarageBand. Or if you are not an Apple user, you, as a Windows user, can use what's called Adobe Audition. Or you can still use Audacity. In Audacity, you can use across all platforms. In Adobe, you can use through all up platforms but i personally just find audacity the easiest for me but you can choose your own preference for whatever works best but what these recording softwares allow you to do mainly as well is export your podcast as an mp3 file which you'll need for the next part of the setup the last thing you're going to need for your podcast is what's called an rss feed this is obtained through online services which I personally use a service called Anchor for my podcast. 